0: Man, let's get it, man. I'm here today with (laughs) T-Squares and we, you already know, it's KG certified, baby. Let's get it, baby.
1: Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah,
0: T-Squares, good to see you, man. How you been, man?
1: I've been good, but I got to say, I got to start off with an apology to you and Uh to your fans. Uh Uh-oh. Because the last time I was on here, I convinced you to jump in with me into the Jordan pools. We went straight into the deep end. Uh, that in the Chargers. Well, listen, hold on, hold on. The Chargers are doing just fine. No, man. The Chargers are doing just fine. I am disappointed. <laughs> listen,
0: I'm, I'm still on it. I'm still on it. We're not galloping like we was galloping? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're, we're, getting, ready, on it? we're getting ready to bolt up, uh, uh, OK, OK, I'm going to believe you, T-Squares. I'm but, with you. But and I, the Jordan Poole, those are the two, yeah. Feel yeah. bad about Jordan oh, Poole. Listen, did,
1: I, I knew that there would be the wanton carelessness in his game where he'd like get the ball into the paint, dribble out to the three-point line, turn around, and just chuck it up, and Kristaps would b- bat it away. I knew that was coming. But I just expected more shots out of this man and more of them to go in. He's averaging like seven points a game, which isn't true, but that's how I'm seeing Gosh. it because we wanted a lot more. And I feel so bad for you, for me, for everyone that took that bet along with me. I took that bet. We're in trouble. We're, it's early in the season, yeah. but it ain't looking good. No. I mean, is it like a mindset thing with him? What do you think it I, is over there? So what I was
0: expecting him to come out and look like was, okay, I'm out of Golden State. I'm out of the structure. Yeah. Man, everything in the NBA is structure. Yeah. You know, I yeah. get it. Uh, but the two stars that are hands down in our league that, 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 that we know of, Kuzma and Jordan Poole are the Wizards' main two guys. Absolutely, they're on all the tickets. You look outside; they're on the billboards, absolutely. all this other stuff. So I thought having that freedom of you know, I, you know, I got three, four people in front of me. You know, he had. You know, I mean, it is what it is. When you come to a, a machine that is already running, yeah. right. I thought Jordan Poole was going to give me a lot more of uh, showmanship, absolutely, it's not arrogance. Cause the shit he did on uh, Porzingis was just arrogance. <laughs> I thought he was. I thought he thought that he was in shoot-around or at the park in the Absolutely. summer and just like, yeah, you know he was what? playing a video game I was at like, that point. What the yeah, b- bro. I- that's he's he's on, he's too laid back for me yeah. right now. I think yeah. he needs to just pick it up, take it a little more serious. Yeah. And um, he'll be a little more professional if I'm being 100, man. Nobody in their right mind. I'm, I'm looking at the guys behind the camera. No, y'all can't see this, but <laughs> if I'm watching these guys in Equinox playing, I don't think that they, I don't think Isaac would just be like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And just, like, he would be like, okay, come in and get a pick, or it's, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Something. Yes. I just think he needs to pick it up a little bit. I don't think, uh, he doesn't look like he's, taking it as serious, not to even say that, but I was expecting, just like you, expecting, uh, at least from the FGA perspective, of getting shots up and just just, just running ragged. I and was looking
1: at him to thrive at this opportunity, to yeah. thrive at this chance. Like, he left the situation he was in, now it's like, it's my show. It's the Jordan Poole show, let's go. And as you said, it's like, it's not clicking right now. And I, maybe it's early, maybe he's still getting comfortable there, but I expected a heck of a lot more, and I do apologize no, for bringing no, that no, up. No, don't, I'm don't defending apologize. the charges, though. I am defending Hold the charges to my that. grave.
0: We're gonna get into that. We're gonna get into the charges. We're gonna go back and forth. I want to say this about Jordan Poole too, yeah. though. It is a they're they're not they're not they're not the be, they're not one of the better teams in the league. Not so, even close. No. So I, I like to say that a lot of those guys are young guys that yeah. are trying to put down their stamp. They're trying to create this brand of who they are. Get you know on, on the backs of the Wizards. Yeah. And it is what it is. So I'm not looking for the Wizards to do too much. They don't have a bunch of expectations this year. I yeah. don't think the fan base is all that, but the one thing, the constant is that if, you know, if you was to go over there and I was to go over here, what we're saying is that we want to see the Jordan Poole show and the Kuzma show. If y'all yeah. ain't going to make the playoffs, then give us, then run it up, yeah, man. Make it, monk it up for all the team. To c- right. Turn you on the TV. So I'm looking for him to do that, and uh, I got to remember, this team's a bad team. Bad teams are not going to give you much, but, you know, um, and yeah, I don't, Obviously, we don't have a bunch of equity into the Wizards, <laughs> um, but that's part of it, too. Yeah. One of the things I want to throw out here, man, yeah. is that early on, I'm seeing a bunch of teams, um, seems like at least from rhythm-wise, need... Like I'm Okay, so just take this example for yeah. me. AD. Yeah. Jordan Poole. Um I'm looking at i I'm looking at some guys in the league, uh, Kawhi. I'm looking at guys look like they need like 15, 10 games under them to, to get going. Yeah. Braun looks like he was ready to be shot at the gun day <laughs> one, right? KD looked like he was ready. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm looking at the league, just look like it's like hurt early. I don't think our league is in good shape as far as fitness-wise. I don't I'm seeing guys like Bradley Beal haven't even touched the floor yet. I know. Um, it's some yeah. guys that like, are you seeing
1: the same things? Well, it's, it's definitely different teams have different attitude towards it. As you said, LeBron came in ready to go. And we talked about the Lakers the last time I was here about how those first few games really mattered for them to sort of set their mark. I don't like 38, 39 minutes. I like. Oh, it's it's unsustainable for a man that age. Same thing with uh, KD and uh, uh, Phoenix. It's yeah. unsustainable to play him for that long, but they need to with the injuries that they have. And then other teams, like the Clippers, I think they kind of knew they were getting James Harden, so they were like, all right, mm. let's slow roll this team and get this ready. They don't care about November, December basketball. Mm. They care about being burn? there in June. I think so, at least that's the mm. way it's come out. And then you look at Luca, who we got mad at the past few years for being the slow burn guy. He came in out of shape and then played his way into shape mavericks come in fire they're on fire and they're winning these games earlier that they didn't win the mm. last few seasons you know yeah. they were 500 or below the last few seasons because they would lose these early games now they're coming out on fire so i think it's kind of the mindset we didn't see Boston come in out of shape. We saw Boston come in ready to roll, and they won a a bunch of games early. We saw Minnesota come in ready to roll. They're elbowing people in the mouth and upsetting people left and right. So to me, it's a mindset thing. And to me, some teams came in knowing we don't care about November. Not don't care, but we aren't looking towards November, December to play our best. Mm -hmm. We're looking towards that in June. And some teams come out and trying to lay their stamp out right now. And then there are some teams, Milwaukee, they're figuring it out. It's a new team. Yep. You know, they're still trying to figure out what works for us, what plays. They switched defensive, uh, 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 the defensive scheme completely yep. a few weeks in because the players Sorry. came to the coach and said, "Let's do it this way." So some teams are figuring it out. Some teams came in with a different mindset. But you're absolutely right. There's a handful of teams that are like, "This is preseason to them," and that's kind of disappointing.
0: And forget Adrian's up there. It's a new system, yep. new coaches. He yep. got Dame, new, new everything. So yeah. Stuff like that, um, slow burns and, and, and things of when it comes to um, high IQ teams, especially with really good coaches, yeah. like the Clippers, I can understand that. Yeah. And I can see them focusing on more continuity, more locker room, more um, cohesiveness, because those guys, those guys know each other. Those four guys actually that the Clippers have, those four stars, yeah. they, they know each other's not only game, but personally. Yes. And I think that's one that's going to over time. I'm just worried about LeBron's early on Ugh. surge. You know, I, I thought, I thought like, 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 um, like Jordan Poole. I thought AD was going to come out with, you know, but um, history tells us that's not the case, no. and that he needs about yeah. 20 games, 25 games. I think he's already. Sitting out with something. I saw him. And there's
1: other parts of that Lakers team that isn't performing the way we thought. Like, Austin Reeves is not coming out the way we thought he would. Gabe Vincent, he's the opposite of LeBron. He left his talents in real, uh, though. Austin
0: Reeves is in the scouting report now. So last year, I did not know Austin Reeves. So I can sit him in the corner and he can, and when I run out, he can take me off the dribble and get late. right? Now people are paying attention. Not only that, but. I know your game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, now I'm looking at Austin Reeses, what did you bring back this year? What how did you get better? Not just playing with USA, but how did you get better? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he's
1: in the Scout Report now. Yeah. Vincent, I'm looking for him to have a big year. I, I, I wanted it to happen already, but it hasn't happened yet. But again, who knows? They're trying to figure each other out. But it's too much pressure on LeBron right now for an 82-game season. The mm. guy is, is megatron. The guy is unbelievable. You, know, you cannot put an expectation in front of him that he can't accomplish. We've seen that now. He's proven it. But this, at age, what, 39, for him to play this much, it's insanity. Um, so I'm a little worried about that. I think they need to sort of figure some things out in the long run. But AD would certainly help.
0: Hey, how you, man, I don't, man, yeah, I don't want to, how you get
1: man? Well, I got got a question for you talking about slow burn and stuff, because we have a couple of teams that have come together. When you guys came into Boston together, how did you treat those first few games? Because you guys hadn't played with each other, really, in the professional setting. So how did that, you guys came out and started attacking immediately. Was there any of that, was the practice different, the preseason different than it is now to sort of get you guys ready, or was it a mindset thing? Oh, man.
0: So how do I set this up? Um... (laughs) So when everybody met in Boston, ironically, we were all at like pivotal points in, yeah. in kind of our own individual lives and careers. And a lot of the goals aligned. Posey came to us, which was a shock. We didn't know that he was going to be there. Eddie House was a shock. Mm-hmm. We had all experience playing against Eddie, knew you know what kind of player he was. Um, I hadn't played with T.A. and Perk and you know, played against those guys. But I can say that when we all sat at our dinner table and whether we was at Paul's house, my house, whoever's house, yeah, we spoke about the same things just yeah. from Ray's perspective from dope. And they didn't really know more than, you know, obviously the veterans knew, but they was on the same. Hey, I want to win it. I want to. Yeah. So we never had an issue when it was about how we're going to win it. And then we had a I, I say this all the time. I mean, Doc Rivers was we was a we was a reflection of our coach. Mm-hmm. Our coach get on TV, he was articulate, he was bright, he was <laughs> man, behind closed doors, man. Know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He was, you know, Doc from, the, from Chicago, man, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and then he was a player that got out of Chicago and actually went on, and to, mm-hmm. to get out of Chicago, it takes steps, and you got to be a certain player. So when he coached us, he coached us with that mentality. We was hardheads. We were, we was a group that you can coach hard. We was a group that uh, actually listened, and then our leaders were were professionals. Yeah, and we didn't use any excuses. Yeah, and um, I can say, man, when we came together in Boston, we was all about that one goal. And from then the one, from the jump, yeah. like we, we did a the famous press conference. Right after that, we go into Doc's office, and the four of us are talking about. Yep, and then Doc tells us the infamous story about the duck boat and says he's from the future. You know what I mean? But you have to be on the same page. You have to have the same desire. You have to have the same qualities and be on that same page or...
1: You find yourself if you're not all on that same page, you find yourself doing this. So now we have that uh, uh, sort of the this generation's version of that with now Harden going to the Clippers, mm-hmm. and as you said, those guys are friends off the court, so mm-hmm. they know each other. They're excited. I, I believe they have a goal. But my question now comes to as you said, Doc, what you were you uh, uh, you know your coach sort of showed you the way here. Do you think Ty Lu has that where he where he you know can close the doors and be like, let's get let's get stuff going? So not only do I know that.
0: I'm almost uh, 99.9 sure that he can. Yeah. So what's dope about Lou is that he was assistant coach for a while to where he got to sit back and take notes. Yeah. But he's seeing talent play together. So he got that perspective. Then he actually becomes head coach and then has to coach probably arguably one of the most greatest generation talents to a championship. Yeah, they win it. So now he has the experience. He brings it to the Clippers. He's he's coaching Kawhi and PG and the rest of the Clippers yeah. in that same light, right? He gets talent now. Uh, Westbrook. Now you got Harden. I think with T. Lewis, about health, it's going to be about patience and it's going to be about chemistry more than anything. He's probably now blocked out all outside noise and he's in his lab and he's cooking, mm-hmm. and he's going to come up with something that is perfect for his situation. And he's going to try to put those guys in the best situation that they can not only jail quicker, yeah. But he's big on okay. Uh, if the guy hits this shot from half court, we're well, we in practice. Or hey, we all T, t- squares. Me, me to set the boat. We, we, like he's that guy. He's a locker room guy. He's a, he's a yeah. player, so he knows how to get guys and rally them up. I, I look for him to. You know, play the back, play the shadows. He, he do you know, he ain't tripping if it ain't yeah. if it ain't a bunch of buzz on them yeah. because he's cooking. T Lou is an understudy or a pick off. You know how you got uh Pat Riley. Then yeah, Pat yeah, Riley yeah. comes down, you got yep. the G- Gun Van Gundys, and then yep. you got um Tibbs. It's Paul Stray. Yeah. You, you know what I'm saying? Uh um George Carl got a whole tree yeah, yeah. that you can go through, right? Uh yep. Pop. Pop yep. got Pop got pff, Pop tree is crazy, <laughs> right? Yeah. Pop got goddamn GMs under his tree. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying that to say he's got, that he's got Doc, WNBA winning coaches. Straight up, he's got everything. He's he's yeah. crossed the board. Yeah. Doc has something like that with Sam Cassell, T. Lou uh, pieces that you can look back in the kind of yeah. mirror. So he comes from the same kind of cloth of yesteryear and that traditional. And uh, yeah, I just look at it like you said, man. That was a great that was a great analysis too. I think that's one of them joints where just like Grandma, she put that ingredients on there, <laughs> then you put it on there, you just turn it on low, and that thing just simmer.
1: I, I, I brought it up because I have a lot of questions about this team coming at it from a betting perspective. Because, like, you know, if we're playing a video game, it's like, well, that's a team. Like, Facts that's a team that paper. I'd love to play with. Mm-hmm. You know, who, how are you going to cover this team? Like, they can do anything you want them to do. But then when the personalities come into it, when the coaching comes into it, that's, that's why I'm asking you these questions. Because then my next one is to not talk forever about the Clippers. But this is huge for me. James Harden coming out and saying, I, I, am, I don't play in a system. I am the system. And, like, I know that was just kind of a throwaway line by him, but he sat there in his introductory press conference with the Clippers saying, what happened in Philly? Well, they tried to put me in a system. I don't play in a system. I am the system. And now he's going into a role where, like, he might have to play in a system. You're just talking about ingredients. We're trying to all work together. And so was that just a throwaway line to you? Is that his mindset? Do you think when he gets in, Kawhi's like, this is what we're doing? Like, you know, how does that? Just the personalities to me I have so many questions about. So if I'm a... Obviously, he made a comment, yeah. and he said it.
0: What I took from that is saying that whatever system they had and whatever is working, they're yeah. going to implement him into that. Yeah. And just like when I was explaining to Paul, Paul was like, how's it going to work? I was like, well, think about it. The rebound comes off the board. Zoo kicks it to whoever. All yeah. four of those guys can handle the ball. Yeah. All four of those guys are used to having the ball, yeah. and all four of those guys can exhaust the ball. So they're going to need a big zoo, so it don't even matter. Um, whoever I feel like out of all four of them can play make. I watched him against the Knicks. I watched him. I don't know if y'all watched that game. Did y'all watch him against the Absolutely. Knicks? Absolutely. He didn't shoot the ball. He hasn't been shooting the ball. He hasn't yeah. been working out. He hasn't been in the training camp. Yeah. So he has no, no flow, no, no rhythm. Yeah. Imagine if he had just coming in there, just, you know, just having a, a just an okay rhythm where he was just taking certain shots. It would have had guys had to run out on him. Yeah. Either, you know, now he gets into creating. So when he says he's the system, I think that James Harden has been in numerous systems to where the coaches have adjusted to him yeah. versus the team, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think T. Lou's going to have to find a happy median. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that the, the Clippers were uh, iron, <laughs> iron glass before they <laughs> yeah. got here or yeah. they was unbeatable. Yeah. But you definitely put a, 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 a presence like that on your roster, you have to find what works for him and what works for you and then try to actually put that in um i'm eager to see how this is going to work for for everybody involved because if they can get this right i i think this is scary for la just seeing just i'm just seeing how much la uh the lakers are top heavy with Bron. yeah and bronze on the way out yes you know we don't we don't know what that window looks like you know only he knows but if Braun left right now if you take bronze what, 39 minutes and everything? He, and his man, presence. Man, I think the Lakers are 0 I don't know if <laughs> I'm being dead ass. Yeah. He had to go in another gear to, I think AD hey, he was, uh, you know, a little more active in the Orlando game, but, man. And, they,
1: they, and they've spent stuff to get this team that they have, so they can't really rebuild on the fly of LeBron. Uh-huh. So I'm right there with you. But also, the Clippers are building that new arena. So now is the time to take over, Listen. so to speak. So it's a it's a huge year for them.
0: They say invest when interest rate is high, right? <laughs> they say It's higher than ever right now. The Clippers are making the proper investments right now. And it's almost like you can look over the hill and see, like, the takeover. You know, I get it. It's a lake of town. I get it, the history of Los Angeles. But the Clippers are getting ready to carve out their own little niche. So, you know, if they could... They can figure this out by like Christmas and going to Christmas, going into December with a, with a, yep. you know. I, I don't anticipate James Harden looking like this. I anticipate him at, at some point getting the rhythm, being aggressive, coming into They'll click. Man, listen, if you can get that energy that you had in the Lob City, remember Lob City, remember Absolutely. how, remember how the Clipper joint was jumping like Absolutely. Jordan. Absolutely, man, that shit was jumping like jump, mm-hmm. man. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Man, they can get back to that, and they can. Still L.A., still Clipperland. They can.
1: They fans LA's are L.A. is town. It's a winner's town.
0: I, and you know what? Too, I want that. Yeah, I yes. want that, man. Because now it, it makes it makes an even more stronger storyline narrative yeah. and all that. You know.
1: Can we can we talk about uh, investment for a second? Because like we can talk about the Clippers and the great teams that are out there. But you brought up one team I want to talk about, and and sort of those teams that we've played a couple of games. About you know first two weeks, first three weeks of the NBA season, we've seen these teams come out. Some teams are doing some things well. Some aren't. And we see some teams that are just sort of missing a little bit, missing Mm. a little something. And I want to know if you think some teams need to invest right now, because trades can be made whenever. I came on here, I talked about how great the OKC Thunder were. Mm. I still think they're going to hit that over. They're having trouble with the big man. Chet Holmgren's great, but they need a big boy. I thought Mm. they were going to get Robert Williams before he went down with an injury, but they need kind of a big boy in there to help them with the rebounding side of things. But the team I'm really, that surprised me the most, has been those New York Knicks that you just brought up. Mm. They're excellent defensively, one of the tops in the league in all those defensive rating numbers, excellent at rebounding the ball. Mitchell Robinson on the offensive glass is unbelievable. They're excellent on all things you want them to be from a Tom Thibodeau team, but they're one of the worst shooting teams in the league, one of the oh. worst offensive teams in the league. Julius Randle's having a real tough time getting going here. Mm. They do so many things well, yet they're losing a couple of these games they should win because they don't, they aren't equally balanced. So. Do you think the Knicks right now floating around with the Josh Hart's and Jalen Brunson's and there's so much that this team could do? Do you think there's an opportunity there for them to dive in on something, or they got to run with what they got and still figure things out? Because I, I think they're a piece away from being not a contender like Boston, but definitely a top four contender in that in the Eastern Conference.
0: Man, the Knicks, the Cavaliers. Mm.
1: mm. Cavaliers are a fun team.
0: OKC. Okay, yeah. We said the Clippers already. Yeah. Um, and there's one more that um, I'm leaving out. I don't want to say the Bulls. Ooh. OK. So let me just. So the teams <laughs> I just named, <clears throat> to me, seem to something is missing. Yeah. I don't know if you watched the Cavaliers. Cavaliers yeah. are super dope on paper. I don't know yeah. if you. Man, yeah. Garley came back the other night. But something's missing. Um. You mentioned the Knicks. I watched the Knicks, and, yes, so, something is just not consistent. It's yeah. just something's off. So I totally know what you mean when you say that. Just so close. Julius Randle, to me, looks at times to be trying too hard. Mm. And I say that with respects to wanting to do well. Yeah. And I watched him last year go on a tear. I think it may have been 20 games right at the end of the season to where they needed those games, yeah. and he stepped up. I think it's times where, um, and I'm just, you know, I'm, when I watch the games, I watch it from IQ. I watch it from coulda, shoulda, woulda. You know yep. what I'm saying? So a lot of times I'm seeing him come into offense where it's a flow, and he'll just go into the back. Yeah. The the flow of the offense ain't even came down. He might just swing, 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 and get to him, and then stop, and then he it's got jobs, nine yeah. players. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, yeah, it. it I feel like if he goes more into playmaking, get to the cup, and know that you know, he's going to get people here and distribute, I think it opens up things. Now you get Grimes hitting shots. Yeah. You got Barrett. You know, you get other guys. Yeah. Now when those guys are kind of going, now here comes your offense. Take a little time, patience. I think he exhausts the ball a little bit too much. And then yeah. at times where I think Tibbs need to call some plays or put him in situations, I would love to see him be more trail three. But a lot of times, you know, Robinson gets the rebound, and he's the first big down. Yeah. And they play kind of four out, one in. Yeah. I think, you know, Julius Randle's strength is at the elbows and at yeah. those little sweet spots where he can use the backboard, he can use a face-up J. I would go a little bit uh, more traditional. I would, I would I would go to my little mid ranges. if I was him. I'd take some little easy ones, see it go in. Yeah. Get you about, you know, yeah. eight to ten points from mid-range. There. If you got a trail three, shoot a three. If it's in rotation, shoot a three. But, yeah, I think, too, man, his, yeah, it's his, his – um, yeah, when I watch Julius Randle, he looks, he doesn't look like he wants to be there. I'm just being honest. He doesn't look, he doesn't look he's like he's all the way connected. Mm. And when he gets frustrated, you know, he kind of goes off into a rim. And, and the Knicks are going to go how Julius Randle
1: goes. I, I believe that, too, man. I mean, they've they've come so close. They held Boston in that first game to a really close game. They held the Milwaukee Bucks in Milwaukee to a really close game. I think the Knicks can contend they're just missing that piece. But I do want to talk about the Timberwolves and how well they've done. Uh, You know, Nuggets first loss of the season, Timberwolves. Celtics first loss of the season, Timberwolves. We talked about Ant-Man the last time I was here taking over, going Super Saiyan and becoming, taking that next step. But we're seeing guys, you know, this team's really clicking. And we said that we didn't know if they had a team build that was correct. We said we might want to move one of the big men because it's not going to all flow. It's flowing. (laughs) It's flowing early. You got to be impressed so far. It's
0: flowing cuz Ant-Man's pushing the buttons and he's driving it. Mm-hmm. I think everybody's kind of following his lead, following his energy. You know the uh when they played Boston, he was he was pff, he was unstoppable. Not only unstoppable, but he was it felt like he was trying to make a mark. Like, mm-hmm. you know, y'all say that these are the two best in the league Well, I'm young, I'm <laughs> I'm this he was just overly aggressive. Yeah. He was he was the alpha. He came yeah. off like the alpha in that, even though I got a lot of respect for Tay and and uh, Jay Brown over there, I thought he he had he sort of he had sort of his alpha on that game. You saw his, you saw it, you saw that. Yeah. And then um, same thing with same thing with uh, with the Nuggets. You know, he he he's. I told y'all this, man. Luca. Well, I said this before even year started that I had him on the list just on how he was working in the summer, man. Yeah. Like he was yeah. working at a high clip, and I think. Yeah, just what I was seeing from the stuff that he was doing in USA basketball it was just causing, it was just calling for a good season or potential to be. Cats uh, having a decent season. It'd be about health with me, with them. Yeah. I want them to see, I want them to do well. I seen the McDaniel kid, they got him signed. Mm-hmm. Got good energy there. Now it's about, you know, keeping that group together. Um, Rudy's figuring it out. I think he's got a figure out his spots. I, I think mean, that coach got to figure out that rotation.
1: That with and how Rudy, you, they have the best defensive rating in the league right now. So it's, some you, parts are working.
0: It, it works. Until you get into like a golden state where, yeah. you know, you got, yeah. uh, if, if Draymond's playing five and you got Rudy Gardner four, four yeah. and it's difficult for him to move and all that. Um, and then two, I think, while these other teams are not in rhythm, this is where you can actually get good wins. You can get yeah. wins now. Guys ain't all the way in shape. You know, that first month, first two months, is where you can get these things. So yeah, I'm, I'm not only excited about Tim Wolves, but it's good to see.
1: It, I was very it's excited to, to see it. Because like trying to look at these teams on paper, you always want to see who's going to beat the champ, who's going to take out. Mm-hmm. In order to win the West, you got to beat the defending yeah. champion, and that's mm-hmm. the Nuggets. And to me, like. Who matches up the best with the Nuggets? Could it be the Timberwolves with their size, mm. with their defense, and what they can do? Who's covering Ant-Man uh, out of Denver? I don't think anyone is. Mm. So I, I'm not saying the Timberwolves are better than the Nuggets, but I'm saying in a seven-game series, it could get interesting. Mm. And with the uh, the Timberwolves right now, ninth best odds to win the West. Really? Plus 2,800 on BetMGM at the time of recording here. So I think they've played better than that, but as you said, Got to stay healthy. Got to yeah. make sure it clicks. Got to make sure it does all that. So I wanted to bring them up because I'm as excited about them as as you might be. Yeah. And I don't know. I might sprinkle no, a little no, bit on shit, that. Real shit. Real shit. You know.
0: Me too. I'm I'm excited about the T Wolves. Just like we talk about OKC. Yeah. All the young teams that you see the young stars being able to take that next step. Yeah. Ant Man's in the uh, conversation for MVP. Luca. You know, Tatum. Like like when I look at guys that just jumped out and just man, like, just making an impact. You gotta you gotta put his name in there. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm
1: saying? I mean, I'm mad, uh, you just brought up Tatum, I'm mad because the sports books finally figured out, uh, I was betting Jason Tatum to score 30 points every single game because the odds were just wrong. Mm. He was, this is a guy that averaged 30 points a game last year, mm. was going to have a similar role in the offense this year, and they were having him. Them- First game of the year, he was plus 190 to score 30 points. I was like, yeah. take it. I'll take that every game. Ooh. He might not score 30 every game, but if you give me those odds, I'm gonna make money. Right. Now it's back to where he should be. It's, it's, it's even it's, money it's to even score 30 because he's he's on. He, he can't be stopped, and his his three point shots hitting. He gets all the uh, the big possessions in the game. I love watching Tatum in that offense. How do you like Porzingis though in this mix in Boston? I like
0: Porzingis because he's a skill big playing with other skill wing yep. guys. Yeah. And yep. then you got Drew. The Drew uh, Drew Holiday, and the, um, what's the kid's name, is Derek White? Yeah. yeah. That combination is just great because you can go irreplaceable. You can go who who has the better flow. You can go both. Yeah. But um, they're mirror images of what they do and being able to distribute the ball, score the ball, and all of this. And I think that's what's open. The fact of having Porzingis and Drew Holiday is opening it up for Jay Brown and Tatum. Absolutely. And Tatum just has to take those shots when they're there. And, uh, yeah, this is this is all about flow and continuity these, these next two months. Mm-hmm. You know, I think November, December is about how well things flow, and then you're going to see guys getting their rhythms. Yeah. And I think we should see some really, really good scoring coming up here. We got some, like, it's early on. I'm, I'm, I told you, I'm kind of frustrated with seeing some of the um, the the injuries early and shit, yeah. but I'm watching the guys that are up and ready to go, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm watching them watch. I, I anticipate, like, like you just said, those the, those odds on him scoring thirty, he's in that talks. Jason Tatum, I it, listen. He he might be the
1: MVP this year. Uh, if, if Boston keeps going the way they're going, I'm I mean, saying, he's I'm in the conversation. That,
0: he's he's going to be in that conversation because he has that star it too. He, yeah. he he's you know the Luca, the, yeah. the, the you know what I'm saying like he's okay. one of the ones that's got that it.
1: Mavericks have also impressed early. You keep bringing up Luca. Yeah. That team is scoring in bunches. Kyrie hasn't really even played no. to the to the to what Novel. he can do, and mm-hmm. that team is still winning a bunch of games. Uh, are we jumping in on the Mavs early? It is because I, I bring all this up because you said when I came on here last time, you said it for a while, those first 10 games mean a lot. Everything. You know what I mean? So yep. you get the flow going, and Mavericks have had an excellent start for mm-hmm. these first 10 games, yep. at least so far. So. Mavs, are we on a rocket ship here or is this going to come back to the mean? Because they weren't expected to be much above 500.
0: I'm not jumping on it just so yet. Yeah, you know. Um, And then I think they like being kind of the underdog. I don't Mm -hmm. think they like, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I was worried about when uh, Christian Woods left just to see how they was going to fill that void of having a big. They figured it out. (laughs) They figured it out and and it's about continuity and health with them. They just got to continue to go get another 20, 30 games under there. Luca's coming out like fireworks. He's, you know, he's got that star. It, you know. Yeah. Um They're gonna need it. And then two, look at the schedule. They're not playing those big name games. And you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So if you can get in here, get these early wins, yeah. get confidence going, yeah. continuity. Yeah. Kyrie's coming. You know what I'm saying. Kyrie is on yeah. his way of being able to. He'll you know, get back into the groove. Uh, I mean, yeah. you already know. You can't count Kyle out. You know, at some point it's gonna hit, right? Yep. So yeah. So yeah, those are the ones that. Are, kind of riding under the radar um, have have you seen a jump in their odds since this little run or have they have, have they have they I'm sure they're they're plus whatever has moved absolutely
1: up. yeah they've moved up in the West in terms Ooh. of winning the West I mean it's still very much a Denver heavy odds you know Denver is going to be the favorite for a while but Dallas has definitely improved and but there are some teams as we said like Minnesota that haven't improved so right. people kind of think there's fool's gold in there I do not Ooh. one team that has dropped and we're talking about the first 10 games, we talked about a lot of teams that have looked promising and looked great. One team that has dropped has been Memphis, and they're starting off as poorly as they've started off. One of the worst offensive teams in the league right now, obviously missing their talisman, their captain, and they're gonna be missing them for the first 25 games of the season, but we figured this team would figure some stuff out on the fly for them, and it just has not worked out quite yet. At what point does it become a problem? Because if they start off, I mean at this rate we're looking at five and twenty before Jock comes back. I know that's probably not gonna happen, but that's the the pace they're going. And if you start off like that, it's really tough to get back into those, even the playing tournament. So what are we looking at for Memphis here? Is it time to, you know, light the fire and signal the the help signal, or are we just gonna power through this?
0: I think it, I think they're gonna definitely have to power through it, but I don't think Memphis had a bunch of expectations. You know what I think yeah. Memphis thought? Yeah. I think Memphis thought. That their past has shown that when Ja's been out, they've been able to continue to go. Yeah. Well, they've never been in a position where they they haven't started with their best player. Yeah. He started it. They've been or well machine. He's had to jump off it, it and still he keeps goes. He's going. Yeah. Not only that, but you're not getting that productivity from Jerry Jackson Jr. Yeah. Now he's not getting those opportunities that he's getting when Ja goes to the cup. Or yeah. when he You know what I'm saying? You, you're seeing the Ja effect actually in the most reverse. Way you can see it, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But at the same time, let's keep it real, Squares. Man, we didn't have Memphis in no conversations of doing anything. They don't got no expectations. Like, yeah, but a playoff like, team, I get you know, it. Like, I get it. Without <laughs> your star player, with new pieces, and yeah. your big man ain't even here. Yeah, in a, yeah. in a, in a, in a in a scrappy ass west where yeah. you got to have your pieces. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think this shows how strong the west has gotten. Yeah. And it shows that yeah, you're going to need more. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you know, think about bang, think about uh the pieces they got. They got some young players that can play. They got some young pieces over there that you would be like, you put some you put some stock in, right? Yeah. It's just you got to have your you got to have your star, man. Your star, that's why they allowed him to travel. He's yep. rounded yep. and whatever, whatever. But until he hits the floor and you feel his impact of, his, of the game and what he brings to the game, yeah, they're going to be a slow road. They, uh, you know, And then watch when he comes back how energized and how he lifts that morale of the mm-hmm. team. The city's going to be lit again. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, but for him not being there and being on the floor means a lot. And I think that we're starting to see it from a fan perspective and seeing, like, oh, shit, you really do need your best player <laughs> on the a floor lot. in the building, encouraging them, like, god damn, job meant this much to the Grizzlies? <laughs> it yes. It means a
1: lot. Yes. Actually, we, yes. You're talking about another guy that means a lot? And this is the bet I gave out on this show last time that I, that I think I should be crowned for, Let me because it. the odds changed almost immediately by the time we kicked off. Wemby is blocking Ooh. the shit out of people. And listen. San Antonio, even without a point guard, is winning some games that they shouldn't. There's suddenly a team that's fighting, flirting around a play-in spot. And Wemby is as good as advertising. Listen,
0: you don't want to fuck with the Spurs right now. No! Man. Listen, and I like the kid sale. Yes. I yeah. like the kid yeah. Vassell. I, listen, you know what happened when, when Wemby came here? It made you watch the Spurs. Yes, exactly. The Spurs got three, four players... And I wasn't a Zach Collins fan. I'm a Zach Collins fan. I think he is. His parody with Wimby is perfect. Absolutely. And, you know, Zach, too, won't smoke sometimes. So that's good to keep <laughs> keep guards on the Frenchman and make sure he good in San Antonio. You know what I'm saying? Like, I fucks with Zach. Man, Zach's having a great year. Finishing around the bucket. He's a great complimenting player. Can yep. pass the ball. Yep. He can play make in the post. Oh, man, I love the Spurs, and I love watching them. I can't say that last year, man. When I watched them, they looked slow. They didn't look like they was into it. Pop didn't look like he was into it. Pop looks 10 years younger. I swear to God, (laughs) I was thinking the same thing. He looks like he's having fun again. Absolutely. He's rejuvenated. You know what, too? It's not even really, I think he's letting them go, too. He's not really coaching it hard. I think he's came off the throttle a little bit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? looks like
1: he's a little more. Trying to figure out what I need to fix here. Let, let's see what we got first. And I think, too, he
0: understands that we're in a new age. Yeah. And I think that yeah. his style of coaching for the yesteryears, I think that was needed. These young boys are more into development and steeriness. You yeah. know what I'm saying? These yeah. young boys already come with their own kind of preloaded of who I am. and <laughs> You got to honor that. Real shit. Like, you can't go off and be like, you know, dude, you gotta you gotta go into it on on some partnership shit. But the the um, the Spurs are fun to watch. Yeah, and uh, Wimby is fun TV. He it, is it's he unbelievable. is much, uh, listen. I'm watching him just to see what I'm gonna see next. I yes. didn't think that he would. I didn't think that he would nutmeg some motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> he's, he's, he's doing Steph Curry dribble drills in the warm-ups. Boy, his handle. It's unbelievable. Listen, I saw his warm up. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Lord, nice,
1: man. And I, see, I, what I didn't, I, nice. I, I knew it was going to be like, I can't wait to watch this guy. I did not expect the appointment television aspect of it. Like, now I am yearning to see Wemby versus KD. I'm yearning to see Wemby versus so. Like, he, it's unbelievable you know to I watch want to these see? matchups.
0: I want to see him and bowl bowl. You know, Shaq put it out there. <laughs> Shout to Shaq, threw it out there. We we tapped on a little bit. Uh, I think we said this. You look you look it up in all joints, but yeah, I want to I want to see I want to see uh, Bo Bo just you know get, get out there. <laughs> I just want to see the two because they're, they're they're mirror yeah. images. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I think that we haven't seen enough of Bo Bo, or I think. On the on the bigger scale, because when you see his highlights and what he's able to do, he he has some man. Bo Bo is I, that deal.
1: I think it does open up like Wemby just being a unicorn does yeah, open up the unicorn. fact that you know some of these guys might get more looks. You know, like the Taco Falls of the world, where it kind of like it doesn't work if he runs a traditional offense. But let's see what it works when we can actually like let him be him. So I'm glad you, know you, know what you what I mean? said that.
0: I'm glad you used Taco shot to Taco, right? Yeah. So Taco's what seven seven, right? Yeah. Wemby's what seven four, right? Yeah. The point to all the fans out here who's watching this, right? Yeah. And, and to, to this. So Taco, Taco's a post, right? Big yep. guys, whatever. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at Nate, I'm looking at some church short ass. Lord, under <laughs> Wimby, church probably wouldn't even reach Wimby's rib cage. So the bounce. <laughs> yeah. So him dribbling the ball from floor to just say chest. I'm not gonna yeah, say yeah. stomach yeah. is a whole grown man. <laughs> Lord, y'all don't get this shit, bro. To come down, go behind your back, and give any kind of candy, bro. Look at, bro. Look, look, look how wide this is. So you gotta bring it in. You, he nutmegged the guard, man. Get the fuck out. I, I get it. Shout to both Bobo Bo and Wimby. When I'm watching this man, fans in here arguing like, "Bobo Bo don't play hard." Fuck. I'm talking about skill here. Yeah. And the skill on this shit is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Seven six is supposed to be looking like Taco Fall. Yeah, you supposed yeah. to be looking like goddamn uh, Yao Mi. <laughs> yeah. You supposed yeah. to be running like this, dog. <laughs> you supposed to be yanking that motherfucker, coming down looking like Kenny Anderson. <laughs> man, he was. I'm talking about the drill, bro. Y'all, man, yeah. go home and try the drill. Look up Wimby on the drill. Go yeah. home, practice that shit. Record yourself. Yeah. Send it in the goddamn uh, keep, certified. Keep want, practicing
1: until you can do it as smooth as he does. All your
0: fans. Out there talking this shit. Let me see y'all go home and do this <laughs> shit. Can't walk this much. Motherfucker, seven, four, don't care. Man, seven anything, don't <laughs> walk in mouth. Like, God, sure. yeah, that's what makes him the unicorn. Because he's doing gar-like stuff that we ain't seen traditional bigs do. And guys like Bo-Bo and Wimby are pushing the line. From what we seeing from the big man you yeah. know big man you remember we was mad or laughing at the big was trail three and then you know cat town starts shooting that little weird ass <laughs> that little three that he loved to hit and then and then b starts shooting, yeah. shooting and then Kristoff Porzinga starts shooting and you know what you got to be a trail three to do it. now here come the standards of what it's going to be like to be a like women can play make. Women can not only play, make, but pump fake, put on one and put on your head from the dots. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And it looks like he likes to dunk left handed. Are you saying the same thing?
1: I'm not. I'm not.
0: I, th- I think everything he finishes, he finishes with his left.
1: That's insane. St-
0: he, he's right handed, right? Yeah. At least and that's what add,
1: And then to add another. He's, g- he's
0: dunking you left.
1: Like right, I feel like when you're that tall, you could dunk with whatever the fuck. What you I'm want. saying is, if
0: Isaac is coming down the lane and the scouting report says Isaac is right-handed, I am prepared to block him <laughs> yeah. right. Right? Yeah. He gets to the cup, switching it, bro. That's that's what I'm saying. It's a mind fuck here, and it's over everybody's head in the league, bro. The Spurs, shout to the Spurs, the geniuses at this shit. They built, they built uh, championships. They built um, countless. Uh, decades of talent and putting yeah. teams together. So it does not shock me that they went out again, found a generational talent again, but a third time, right? You could throw Tony Parker in there, because he was a different uh, beast. But um being able to put this team together, I'm seeing it already. I'm watching for sale. Yeah. I'm watching yeah. him. Yeah. You develop those young guys, bro, you're gonna have something in less than three years. For a real long shit. time. For a long time. Yeah. And that you could put four, five years, six year investments in it, then let's And rent. then
1: you get people, like you said, the Eddie Houses, the posies coming into <laughs> town because they want to be a part of it. So that only builds upon itself. I am They're gonna get players. I'm pumped. San Antonio
0: for it. get players. I'm Pop, pumped. Pop for it. will use it. Better his, than advertising. Yeah, real shit. I got I listen, they say buy buy cribs when the interest rate is up, right? Go down to San Antonio, buy some land right now. You know what I'm saying? If you're in Vegas somewhere, even though a team ain't there, go get you some land, get you a parking lot somewhere. If you're in Seattle, yeah, go grab you something in Seattle right now. Uh, 226, that shit going to hit like bomb-bomb, you hear me? Yeah. Holler back at your boy, you hear me? I'm not so much um, worried about the point guard just because you have Trey over there. Now, if Trey gets hurt, then I'm worried. I don't think you need, like, a a bona fide point to come down. I just need you, I think you need to organize to get everybody together, but the league now is so built off of you. You can play make. I can play mate, you can play mate. Okay, we don't need no real point guard. We just yep. need somebody to organize us, get a... Look at Phoenix. Phoenix needs a point guard, dog. <laughs> I'm being dead eyes. I, I don't like I don't like watching KD come down and have to... He's the only one there. Like, ah, damn, dog. Like, y'all younger than bro. Y'all should be, a, you know? <laughs> I want to see, man, in a perfect world, I would love to... Chris Paul, this whole train. this is perfect for him. But if you can get you a real traditional point guard, it will help the Spurs. Yeah. So although I'm not worried about it, if they do, perfect. But am I going to go out of my way? No. You know, because the point guard organizes you for when you go into the playoffs, gets you settled. He, he's, you know, the, the quarterback. Court, yeah. yeah, hey, yeah. chill, chill. Yeah. We're going to go, okay, big fella, we're going to go through you. And and he organizes all that. So, you know, in terms where where um, the right now, I'm not too worried about it, but because on the They're still trying to
1: figure out how everybody mm-hmm. how everybody gels here. Yeah,
0: and Pop is just letting it go. Yeah, he, Pop ain't Pop ain't, he ain't got a, he ain't on the throttle like he used to be. He's like, let me see what I got. And I think through that 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 relaxed that that relaxed system, you've seen Wimby. You know, it, you know, it used to be a fear that rookies were coming into the game yeah. like, man, I don't want to turn the ball over yeah, now. I'm yeah. gonna get now he now we we'll let him go. Man, ask Tony Parker, boy hey, they- first
1: what. I think Pop's sitting back, Pop. you know, pouring some wine, watching tapes, and you know. Pop
0: definitely blowing. <laughs> Pop is definitely blowing that, that spur pack. He got that Wimby pack. He, you know what I'm saying? He just that Duncan pack. Put his feet he up. He's smiling enjoying, more. enjoying. He coming out, yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? It's good. It's good to see it, a man like good. that. I think it's good for the league. I think it's good for pop. Kind Absolutely. of rejuvenate them. And then uh, two for spans, man. We're watching the dynamic of the yesteryear and today uh, actually work together in partners. I right? think it's
1: always good when the, uh, for the NBA when the Spurs are good. I think so too. It's because a good town. they're it's a one good of them crowd. they're one of those pillars in the yeah. league. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: But shout out to the Spurs, man. And then two, it's on the list. It's not priority, but to get a point guard is like third or fourth.
1: Mm-hmm. Right? Have you been watching the Sixers? I've been watching them sparingly because, mm. to me, we're talking about teams that are figuring it out. I was worried that they weren't going to have it quite down yet, but I've been wrong because they've been winning. And Embiid's been on fire. Maxi's been on fire. Nick Nurse has them running great stuff over there. So, i we we talked about the Sixers when I was here, and we mm. were worried to see how it all played out because of the Harden situation. Now we've seen it without Harden. They were. Telling him to stay home, don't fly with us on the plane. The NBA was getting mad that he wasn't on an injury report. Now the Harden stuff is done. This is the team. And they're winning games. And Embiid's like, y'all forgot about me. I'm still here. I'm still Mm. winning games. So is this sustainable? Do you think this roster can compete with the Bostons and the Milwaukees of the world in the long run?
0: I told P I thought that um, this trade worked for everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I saw the pieces that went over to Philly, and I thought that if you put those pieces with Joel, those pieces don't have any egos. If they yeah. do, they're hard workers. They go out, and those are, you know, clock guys. They punch yep. in, They, you know what I'm saying? Yep. So I like the pieces that actually came to uh,
1: Philly. I thought it was a great trade for I Philly so. based on the situation that they were in. Absolutely.
0: And at. then, two, taking a cloud and removing it, yeah. and then having fresh air. Yeah. Guys look rejuvenated. Yeah. You don't have the the. You don't have the distractions, and I mean, now they were, they're just focusing on basketball.
1: There were people talking about like, the outside perspective, no mm-hmm. one in Philly, but people talking about, like, well, now they're going to trade Embiid next. I'm like, mm. wait, what are you talking about? This team is is clearly Embiid's team, always has been. They would right. never let this guy go, Ever. or else they got a refund season ticket no. <laughs> people. You know no, what right. I mean? So, this, as you said, this is the team. They brought in professionals mm-hmm. from the Clippers to and, make sure we're here for a reason.
0: And I think that the, the players they picked up, are great for that system of what Nick Nurse is doing. Mm-hmm. He has a star. He has two stars actually. And then you got great complimentary players like uh Tobias Harris and, yeah. and uh the guy Batoon that you got from yeah. the Clippers and, and those pieces that fit with what you're doing. And it's the East Coast, so it's a little more slow. The yeah. pace ain't what, you know, it ain't like the West. Yeah. Um and yeah I I'm not surprised that Philly doing well. I actually think that they're gonna be that third tier watching how the uh, Cavaliers and watching how um, the Knicks are kind of struggling. I see Philly being that firm third, fourth team. I think it'll be East. a hard out. You think like, so? I,
1: I, it's not going to be easy to knock them out. of. You can't write them off, you know no, what I mean? Because no, 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 not no. only with MB, but as you said, all the professionals on that team and then Nick Nurse is a great coach. And you said the second superstar,
0: <laughs> Maxi no, said. I'm here, and he's not all the way in the scouting pool. Like you know what he yeah. can do, you yeah. you seen you haven't seen him on the volume. No, you have, he, he Max is going to give you a fifty ball at some point. He has not only the clip, the energy, but the IQ. Yeah, knows how to get to the line. He's embedded in this new style of how young boys play. The young guard goes, you know. Get you on the hip, he like he has it. I seen it. Yeah, um, I've been following him a long time. Uh, Sam Cassell had his had him in development, just like he had Shea Alexander, some of the guards there, and John Wall. So I expected him to make this jump at some point, and here we are.
1: He was waiting for it. Yeah, he, he was waiting for it. You had to let let this stuff pass. I'm here. I
0: actually got them in front of Milwaukee right now, just because of. I want to talk about Milwaukee. Interesting. I, I say I say this when you get so it's not it's not like you get two great players and boom, it works. You know, you got other pieces that got to, you know, yep. it's, got to, it's got to, you know. So I'm seeing Milwaukee go through that new system. And then we keep forgetting they got a new coach. They got a whole new system of whole new. And then the coach just quit. And, then, <laughs> and, and you know, it's, it's like we we haven't really dug into the whole Milwaukee and just really put it on the board. But when I actually looked at them, I was like, they got major things they got to f- figure out yeah. before they start
1: doing A, B I, and C. Can I ask that about Milwaukee? Because I don't know this. You know, I know the head coach's names. I know what yeah. the head coaches do, but th- there's so many assistants on the bench. Mm-hmm. So when a head assistant gets fired or if there's a, a, a like a some type of infighting between the head coach, like how much does the assistant coach do for you guys?
0: So the head coach in basketball um, is the final say. Yeah. But uh, Tibbs is the defensive coach. Armand Hill and Kevin, uh, Armand, Armand and uh, Kevin Hill are the offensive guys. Yeah. So if we had a question on defense, I'd run to Tibbs, be like, Tiz, what's the cover on uh on uh yeah. on, on Derrick Rose? And he'd be like, yo, Derrick Rose, we're doing this, God damn it, he You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if I an <laughs> offensive question, I would go ask yeah. um Armand or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And when you go to Doc, it's more of what you want after the uh, okay, so look, um, for, and then he's giving you more of first, second, third plays. Yeah. In this situation when uh, Terry Stout, uh, Scouts was, uh, um, I don't even know what he was, the uh, uh, offensive or the defensive. Yeah. So imagine a coach gets a job. He comes in, I got I to gotta grab my assistants. He grabs the assistants. Yeah. With the assistants, hey, offensively, I want us to be like this. Defensively, I want us to be like this. He goes to the offensive coach, what are some things that you can bring? Da-da-da-da. So choosing an offensive uh, assistant, yeah. you had to go into what he knows, uh what's his specialty what's his thing same thing with defense right so now i build that up we get we make the trade i bring in you got history with it. i got all this yeah. going and then also you you quit i gotta i, I can't do this no more i gotta do it. whatever the reason is yeah so now not only we're in the season i gotta i gotta get somebody to do your do your. who and then i don't get the list yeah i don't get the summer to interview five i'm no. going so no. i gotta put a replacement in if not do it myself Interview, motherfucker, that can fill in this in while play. Yeah. While trying to establish a system. Yeah. Hey, look, so we're on the fly. This is what I'm doing. Why I ain't got you? So you, know, you feel what I'm saying? Yes. When you put all of this into, if, if this is the assembly line and we was making like a, a, something like a, of a product, yeah. the product would look weird, it would look indifferent. Yep. If we were supposed to be putting cream in here, and all of a sudden a <laughs> yeah. nigga who ain't putting cream in, now you're doing, you doing cream? You yeah. It it it, it looked different. So I'm looking at the product of the Bucks to be different because of all of this little small stuff. Now, talent overrides all of that, and it mm-hmm. makes you winning. You don't even look at some of the barracks, but when you pull up the hood, you're like, hold up, the damn spark plug ain't even This ain't even, <laughs> yeah. that's what it looks like. Gotcha. He's having to fill a bunch of voids. Yeah. And when you lose an assistant, especially like Terry, Terry, man, man, very gifted, been in our league for a long Head time. Coach, yeah. And has, you know, he knows Dane, knows Dane better than probably anybody on that staff, yeah. right? Then you lose him, man, that's major. Yeah. And it goes into play. Um, will they recover? Absolutely they will. Uh, how long? Mm, no. And then two? man how many games is this going to cost you cuz you're going to have to give up some games and this going to it's going to be some hurdles that you're going to hit and then now here comes a f- team like Philly been together He's got a new coach too but we've been together a little longer yep. you know what i'm saying so yeah i i love these parodies for for the league myself cuz this I is what too. keeps me yeah. in it you know what i'm but
1: saying but i i asked that question too cuz as you said how many games is it going to cost you and you're talking about Philly coming up to catch a second seed but also when we entered this nba season there was this was a two man race in the east mm. it was Celtics and bucks see. and we know how hard it is to play game 7 in milwaukee or game <sighs> 7 in boston see and Milwaukee might get caught by the 76ers, but at the same time, Celtics seem to be traveling farther and farther away from them. So the, I, I, I'm worried about that early in the season, mm. Milwaukee losing the touch with the Celtics for that overall one seed and home court advantage in the playoffs. Because I think it's huge, especially with a team like Boston. So I like your analogy of pulling up the hood, being like, it works on the outside, the car runs, but yeah, there's smoke coming out. Yeah,
0: <laughs> the radiator, the spark chub, look at this, the hose went in, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And to me, Boston has to win the East. The Boston, one seed. They gotta be one seed. Yeah. I don't think that they can go into this year's playoffs being mm. second or third. Not with, not with the two heavy teams. Mm. Now, you hope that you know somebody on the bottom gives a body head body. And, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm watching how Miami came on, and, and Miami came on, and what, nobody prepared for it. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. I mean, they they went through the they went through the Bucks like yeah, all right. Psh. Almost so, swept them. You hear me? Yeah. You hear what I'm saying yeah. to you? And they won on the road. So, yeah. if Boston is going to, kind of have a a kryptonite to that formula, they got to win the East. Mm. They got to be first. And then I think now you work backwards. Mm. So. Chris Middleton is one of them. Remember, we talked earlier about four or five teams? He's one of them ones that look like the spark plug ain't all the way or something. Mm-hmm. I needed to get a new spark plug. Mm-hmm. Like you got, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, it's something's there that's not all the way out. Yeah. And he doesn't look all the way healthy. Yeah. He doesn't look like that Middleton that we know. Right. On top of all the other problems, that's 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 in fucking Milwaukee. It's it's a lot. It's a and then lot. Dame is used out. to coming out. Being it, yeah. you know Portland, I can you know shoot what I want in yeah. here I gotta you know I got some other players I got a a, B C, and D, yeah. so that's an adjustment. listen, I told y'all man, I think teams like this and it's gonna be probably like seven teams that need like 20, 25 games man mm-hmm. and we're gonna get into that flow and I think once that flow starts we're gonna see the league it's gonna start taking like these new turns and these need these new twists we're like oh shit, he got a rhythm, oh what <laughs> Yeah. yeah. It takes a while to get there, though, for some Yeah,
1: real sure. And as we know, like those games early cost you late when it comes to those playoff seedings, and they're very, very important. I'm interested to see how it all works out. I'm, I'm very excited, very happy that my Celtics are doing as well as they are. You know I'm from Boston, a mm-hmm. huge mm-hmm. Celtics fan. Very nice to see that flow as easily as it does. I still have the same questions that I had about their bench depth. But hey, loving what I'm seeing
0: so you know, far. Seeds are locked in, man. And and two, I don't think um, up until watching them against Minnesota, Yeah. I didn't see a team more physical or more um, active than them. Yeah. Ant-Man was active. Yeah. Ant-Man wanted to smoke, man. Ant-Man wanted to smoke. Ant-Man wanted to smoke. He wanted. He was on some like, nah. He's ready, yeah. Yeah, he was just playing with a different energy. It mm-hmm. was almost like that. Um, that I, I, you know, what's crazy, as I'm sitting here, excuse me, as I'm sitting here talking to y'all, I'm hearing the Instagram story <laughs> music that I like watching to some of the content. <laughs> I just can't mimic. I just can't mimic it. I'm gonna show you the in which I'm talking about and the music <laughs> I'm talking about. But as I'm, as I'm sitting here saying I can hear it. But yeah, he. I I, I don't want to say I was worried about that, but I saw like like Indiana. Have you been watching Indiana?
1: Uh, amazing.
0: Indiana got like six or seven guys. Offensively, they're amazing. Listen, this is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm saying. Like 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 Ant was playing like them. Like don't like like when I watch Indiana, Indiana got like four or five guys that like they shaking their head like, yeah, like yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I like watching them. They are they are my new team to
1: watch right now. Well, I, I was gonna bring them up later about teams that we you like to bet on, so to speak, teams mm, that we yeah, like in certain matchups. Yeah. But <laughs> I have to say, the thing about Indiana, amazing offensively. And as you yeah. said, what they they, they they have a couple of guys that are ready to go, but then when they gotta play on the defensive side of the court. Yeah. It's a shit show, Kevin. They let up 155 to Boston without Halliburton on the court. But 155 <laughs> to Boston, it could have been more. Like, they took the starters out at the end of the third quarter. And so, like, I love watching Indiana play. And I love betting points on them. I love betting people are going to score both sides. But it sucks defensively, man. I just want some competitiveness. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I want to see. Uh... They're, they're what I expected Washington to be.
0: Now, they play hard, though. I like watching. I listen, so you're going to have tears, you know? So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm not I'm, I'm just saying I like how they compete as yes. young guys. Yeah. I love how they play together yeah. as young guys. I watched them play the Spurs. They were, you know, uh, Turner is motivated and more than any other big out here. Yeah. He, he protects the rim. He like I like their team. I like their they're team. They're exciting. I like they're very their team. exciting to yes, watch. They're like the
1: Kings to me. <laughs> I would not bet on them to win a game. I bet on them to score a lot of points. Yes.
0: Yes, <laughs> I, I'm doing over and under with them I mean, nothing else. Let's get the game picks. Let's get it. So we got the Heat going to the A. What's this, a Saturday? This is a Saturday. Mm-hmm. So you know Friday night going to be jumping, jumping. Uh-huh. Who are you taking?
1: I Listen, Bill Simmons calls them the zombie Heat for a reason because <sighs> they, do not, they do not go down. They, they cannot be counted out. I will say the regular season is different with the Heat than it is in the playoffs yes. with the Heat. And I think Atlanta is on fire right now offensively. And we haven't even seen... Trey Young come to the full facts, powers. Facts. But the team with Quinn Snyder running the show, they have so many players that can do a Like It's such a good, well-rounded, well-organized team. And they are beating people up in good teams as well, especially mm. recently. I love Atlanta in this game. Mm. I know the Heat are going to come back and bite me. I don't care. The Heat, uh, they can't score right now. Atlanta's scoring so many more points than them. Atlanta's Atlanta's doing better defensively than they, it's just Atlanta to me is much more well-rounded right now, a finely-tuned machine right now, and we haven't even seen the best of their best player yet. Mm. I think Atlanta takes this one at home. And I also, we didn't get to talk about this, I like Atlanta to do some things in that weirdly called in-season tournament as well. Mm. And Atlanta, to me, is a young team that wants to prove some people wrong in November and December. They're not waiting until June, so I like Atlanta.
0: I like Atlanta, too. Atlanta got some young parts to them that are making uh, major strides. Yes. Confidence-wise, when I watched them play. It's one kid, Atlanta guy, what's the light-skinned kid that keeps dunking everything and looks Johnson. at you like he yeah, Jalen Johnson, he just he just dunks everything and everything's a mug and a grill. Like that new energy. Um, yeah, I like, I like Atlanta. I like Atlanta Um just because I think the Heat are not seasoned, they're not a seasoned team. That they they they, they 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 mope and they they kind of do yeah. enough just to get in and then when playoffs get here, Eric really has those guys locked in and yeah. they're another team, but. Um, yeah, they, I, I like how they looked against uh, the Lakers. Yeah. It was at home. Yeah. Obviously, Braun, you, you got to get up for Bron. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like that, I saw they was having like real weird scoring bunches where they couldn't score the ball or, again, it could be just early in the season. Um, again, I told the, 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 you. You know what they were
1: all last year, too? The a heat. little bit, right? All last year. I mean, they came in as what? The eight seed, the nine seed? And they, uh, so like, they came in with that clunkiness. And then in the playoffs, it was a different beast. Yeah. So, like, it's tough to count them out. But again, regular season, it's weird. So I'm saying, I'm going to take the Hawks in this, too. Yeah.
0: Sunday, Sunday. So, five o'clock game, Sunday, mm. T Wolves going to Golden State. Golden State is coming off of a back to back. So, this is the their second game in two days? Yeah. So you got to say a hype. So one thing I noticed about Minnesota, yeah. and when you play a team that has something like the Champions or you're yeah.
1: in the Boston 5-0, yeah. he comes in with that chip. You think, it he, has that? You
0: think he has that chip?
1: 100,000%.
0: How could you not, right? It's Steph, it's, right?
1: 100,000%, he's coming in, it's like, this is my show now. Ooh. The thing that I worry about, though, is we talked about the Timberwolves a lot. You brought up Golden State before we even knew this game was happening. That like That's kind of an Achilles heel for the Rudy Gobert defense. Are you worried about mm-hmm. <laughs> Steph and them bringing them out, Draymond playing the five? Like, yes, it's the second night of a back-to-back, but Golden State seems to have the Timberwolves number just strategically, no?
0: Yeah,
1: well, when you put it like that, <laughs> T-squares, <laughs> God damn. What <laughs> <laughs> does Ant-Man come out and say, nah, I got this, don't worry, 40 I, on me? I
0: think um, – yeah, I'm going to take the Timberwolves in this. Take the Timberwolves? I do not like that the Golden State is coming off of a back-to-back and they are in rhythm. Mm-hmm. So when they come tonight, uh when when they when they enter the game uh coming to Sunday, yep. they are going to be already in rhythm. Yeah. T The Timberwolves been playing great, big the big big like yep. just bigger than you know versus uh small ball. Yeah. And I think they're still figuring out how to use Rudy at, at times, right? Yeah. Um if the, if, if Golden State can get into pace, then I think you give it to Golden State. But if, if Ant-Man comes out and you have enough young guys with McDaniel, uh, Ant-Man, yep. uh, Towns, that you can kind of run with them, then I'll give it to the younger team and I'm going to give it to um, the t Wolves. But it is on the road. The Warriors play really well at home. Chris Paul... That second unit. <clears throat> that's I'm just, what, That's what's gonna get me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when you start playing with that, I, I actually like Golden State's second unit better. Than I like um, obviously Minnesota's, but again, that ant factor. I watch how he imposed his will on on the Celtics and and got extra stuff and got them into the overtime. And then in the overtime was just super. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? It's, yeah, yeah just, it, stock is up right now. I'm going to go T-Wolves. I'm going to go
1: with the Warriors just because, Warriors? as you said, uh, I, the starting lineups are going to be awesome to watch. But even if Minnesota falls behind a little bit in that starting lineup, that second lineup for Golden State is so much better. Yeah. And they won't be able to get that those bench points to get themselves back in the game, even though second I of a back-to-back, I think the Warriors win this one. And it makes me mad because I love Ant-Man, but I'm mm, going with the Warriors. 530
0: game, too. You got to play on that. You know what yep. I'm saying? Like that afternoon game, ugh, the worst. Really? Man, listen, because you know what it is? You don't get your <laughs> so routine. So But well, usually you're used to a 7 8, uh, not 7 8, but you're used to a day of just yeah. being able to, you know, chill your body. The man, routine, yeah. It, man, look, look at your bus. You got, <laughs> you wake up, uh, so shoot boom, I'm on the bus. I'm, I'm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you're, just, you're just out of the rhythm of what you're used Interesting. to. Interesting. And now, you know, your body. You, you, When you're 20 from 20, 28, you can, ah, I'm, yeah. I'm missing coffee. Psh, you know what I mean? <laughs> You go to, like, 29, you start getting to 35, you got you to gotta, you gotta go outside and rev it up and go back in. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. live in them cold joints where you yeah. go out and go outside, crank the coffee, go back inside, and you go, ooh. <laughs> it's one of them type things.
1: NFL. We got the NFL. Halfway yeah. through the season, I Ooh. came on here at the preseason. I gave you a bunch of picks. I gave yeah. you a bunch of bets, a bunch of things I was Ooh. leaning. In, and now we're here at the halfway mark of the regular season. So much has changed. So much. There are teams that we thought would do well. Philly is the top of the league, defending a, a, a NFC Championship. Mm-hmm. We knew they'd be there. Church's uh, Cowboys is still a piece of shit team. They're fake as hell. <laughs> we know that. Sorry, Church. But now we're coming up to halfway point. These teams have sort of shown themselves, <sighs> and what we're going to be? What are we going to do? How are we moving forward? I'm excited for it. It's time to. Make makes more money on it now we know these teams man did the did the 49ers get better during the trade uh, oh, yes. The trade for Chase Young, I think, is huge for them. Is huge Chase for them. Young a great and Bosa move. on the oh, A
0: great, great,
1: great move.
0: And don't uh, the 49ers have another guy in there with Bosa already? I'm going blank on his name. They, um, they, they're they're Ninety-something. Uh,
1: the, uh, Arik Armstead. <laughs> He's the D tackle for them. And then they have Fred Warner behind him at the linebacker. They yes. have the players all over the place. And they right. needed Chase Young because they weren't getting to the quarterback really as much, and Chase Young can do that. The so Niner I'm very game. excited for that. Ooh. Problem with the Niners is that offense has fallen behind a little bit because teams have figured out some stuff about Brock Purdy. Mm -hmm. Christian McCaffrey might come out and win the MVP for them. He's run the ball so well, but they need to sort of get some stuff flowing on the Mm -hmm. offensive side. Big game for them. Jaguars this week. Both teams coming off a bye. Jaguars, Mm -hmm. very surprising team. Very interesting how that plays out. It's a lot of fun. This NFL season is a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Don't you dare Make fun of my charges anymore. We're getting off the mat, listen, Kevin. Man, we were with knocked you. out early. I told you I'm we're with getting you.
0: off the okay, mat. Okay, I'm with you. We just bobbing <laughs> and weaving, you know. And I got caught a couple of times. I'm like, man, are we worried? Like, <laughs> we're getting off the. We were worried. We were definitely worried. I'm about worried. to say we were staggered. I, you know what I'm saying? I they see got probably the biggest game of the week. Yeah, let's in- go to their game. Let's get it. let The Char- Lions Chargers, the
1: two teams you were Ooh, high
0: on. We, Ooh, Hey, listen, listen, we called that though. Yeah. We called the Lions early. You yes, know what I'm saying? Yes, we P.O. Yeah, P.O. me bottle wine on that. Yo, make sure we.
1: Lions are the three-point favorites on the road Ooh, against the Chargers. The so got lions, lions,
0: lions—three-point favorites against the Chargers.
1: Who are you taking in there? It's a tough one, man, because as you said, Lions on the road, they're not really on the road. The Chargers do not have a home field advantage at SoFi. Every team, especially popular team that comes into SoFi, those fans right. inhabit that stadium. And I know personally people from Michigan traveling out here during the It's it's, you know, seven feet of snow in Michigan right now. They're coming out to L.A. to enjoy this weekend in this game. It's going to be going crazy. It's the best Lions team in decades. Right. They're populating that stadium this weekend. So I'm worried about that. Lions also coming off of their bye, getting healthy, getting the running back David Montgomery back. Uh, probably They're, this team is slowly coming together. So many great draft picks, and if you think I'm betting against the fucking Chargers, you're an idiot. I'm going with Justin Herbert because when you look at this stuff, Lions six and two, Charges four and four. Mm. Chargers have a long hill to climb if they need to make mm. any moves in this uh, AFC playoff race. That seven seed is floating farther and farther away. Mm. They need this win more than the Lions do. I think they looked really good against, especially defensively, against a very bad Jets team. But the Chargers never at any point were worried about that Jets Mm. game. They came in, took care of business, and walked right through it. Lions can get got. We saw Baltimore beat the piss out of them. Mm. I think Herbert, I think this Chargers team can get the better of the Lions in a very exciting game. Probably not taking the money line, even though they need the win, but I like charges plus three. I think it's a very close game.
0: Mm. Yeah, I'm going to take the Lions, man. Yeah, Lions playing well this year. Yeah. And they just look different. It's definitely different. They look different and they're
1: playing different. They look inspired. Yeah, I'm taking the Lions in this. I think the Lions are a great bet. If you like them in this game, I think the Lions are a great bet to try and pick them uh, whatever their win total is or if you can get them to even be the one seed in the NFC because their schedule, especially after this game, is very very easy Ooh. not a lot of tough games left on their so, schedule so, so if out. you like them winning this game Ooh. i like them kind of catching philly for that one seed, that they're only one game behind really so just just want to look, put Ooh. that uh, uh you know put that on the fire to let you think about are they for real or the lions you, yeah are the lions for real i think they're very much like miami in the afc scary miami miami is a very scary team dependent on the matchup yeah. miami has not defeated a team above 500 yet I saw that The Lions have beaten the Chiefs on the road week one, but that schedule they've lost to some teams that they've gotten their pants kicked in, and then they've beaten teams that they should beat. The rest of their schedule, the Green Bays, the Chicago's, those Mm. teams aren't good. Minnesota, not too good. Like, the Lions are going to win all these games because they're better than Mm that and they're a well-coached team. But when we get to the playoffs, might have a different song to sing.
0: Listen, we got the Jaguars Mm. going to San Fran. San Fran going to the Jaguars. I got the Jag- I actually got San Fran uh, three points in this, it's,
1: and it's crazy.
0: I like the Jaguars at home. Yeah. I'm just saying, I, I'm just they play different, they look different. Yeah, and they're one of them teams, some sneaky teams, teams that you kind of and then you see the pieces, you're like, oh, I forgot the head. Oh yeah, he's over there, and Trevor. Oh, oh yeah. I, I like Jacksonville in this, but I want to hear who you taking
1: in this because yeah. I, I love Niner game. That uh, they're fun games every yeah. time they're fighting they They hurt,
0: games. too. They're beat up a little bit, too, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, that bye, week, that bye week for San Francisco came at the right time it for them did. to get healthy. Yo. The problem is San Francisco is playing Jacksonville, also coming off of that bye. In mm. fact, San Francisco is playing four teams this season where their opponent's coming off the bye. It's a terrible schedule for them, and that's why a lot of people kind of pick the, the Niners to not have as many wins as last year because of that schedule. And for me... Coming into this season, I thought the Jaguars would be good, but not 6-2 and two good because mm. of the way the schedule is set up. We talk about intangibles and the rest and how that, we talk about that all the time. Mm-hmm. Jaguars played back-to-back games in London, didn't take a week off, played again on a Sunday, Damn. didn't take a week off, played again on a Thursday, had to go on the road again. On a, like This bye week for them came when they had to be the most tired they could possibly be. I expected them to lose a bunch of these games early because of rest stuff, and now they're 6-2. and two. Jacksonville's a really, really good team. Mm. And they've proven it with what they've done so far. I think I'm with you on Jacksonville here at home, especially as a home underdog. What disrespect to have a home underdog. San Fran has lost a bunch of games in a row, should have gotten better. The Chase Young addition will help. And on paper, are the better team than Jacksonville. But Jacksonville's been getting disrespected all year long by me included. I'm in on the Jaguars right now. Jacksonville plus three.
0: At least you admitted it. Yeah are you if you are a 49ers fan are you worried
1: and then two what level is the worry one to ten depends on what your goal is if your goal is the super bowl i'd be worried if your goal is to be you know a contender i would not be worried because seattle to me has shown as many flaws as you have so i do think you still have two games against seattle i think that division is still yours to win and you should be in there in the end but do you match up with philly I don't think mm. so. Do you match up with some of the contenders of the AFC? I don't think so. And this is a team that I had picked as my Super Bowl team last year. I love this roster. I love this coach. I just think they've shown a lot of flaws. Chase Young could change that defense. They need to get to the quarterback, and Chase Young could do it. But I think, especially defensively, they can be passed on, especially long balls. And that was not the case past few years. So they can be had. And I think Trevor Lawrence is a huge day in this game.
0: Mm, we'll see.
1: Yeah. Um, I'll pick Jaguars. Yeah.
0: <clears throat> then We're I asked him the question. I'm, I'm picking the Jaguars. I actually, I told you, I like the Jaguars at home, and the Jaguars are one of those sneaky ass teams that, yeah. that, just, I told you when I saw pieces on that Henderson and 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 and, and yeah. Trevor, and I was like, oh, oh, he, oh, oh, what, what? Yeah. And I was like, uh, ask your question. Um, do you like all of the travel outside of the U.S. during the season like no. this? No.
1: No. Yeah. Hate
0: I think it. I, I think that you do this in preseason. Yeah. You, you get fans when when it is games that that uh mean something meaningful games travel yeah. is like your opponent man like and then the further you are yeah and acclimating to that time zone man going to germany going to london that's that's like you got to go like the top of the the week to be able to get 3 days of I can mean to that, right?
1: We had, we had Kansas City, Miami in Germany this past week, and that's a game that could decide the AFC one seed. And that was played in, on foreign soil, and who knows what would have happened if that was played in a home stadium. And then now this week, the German game is uh, Indy and New England. They can have that game. You See? can send, send the shitty games. The big games, I think, need to stay here because it means too much for the overall standings. Yes. I do want to talk about one game, though it's my best bet of the week. Let's get it. Okay, great. <laughs> so this is the T Squares bet of the week right here. Let's get it. When it comes to these in-season games, week by week, the NFL is very regimented schedule. And we are a uh, uh, we like to over exaggerate things. We like to see and overreact to certain things that happened the week before. And a lot of bettors like to look at that stuff see how the public is going one way and then zag the other way the coming week because as you know with the nfl nobody's perfect everybody can be had if a team looks perfect the week before it's likely not going to be perfect two weeks in a row what was the biggest story this week this past week from the nfl slate it was Josh Dobbs going to Minnesota, as mm-hmm. we talked about earlier, and suddenly becoming the QB de jour, leading a team he had just entered to a victory against the division-leading Atlanta. Learning the plays on the fly, drawing mm. him in the sand, throwing mm. the ball, running the ball, doing everything he can. He was—he got a nickname from NASA. NASA people flying to the fucking moon named him the astronaut. Okay, this guy's taking over the world uh, today. NBC's talking about him. It's a wonderful story, Ooh. and now he's—and now. Not only that, Minnesota themselves, they lost their QB to an Achilles injury. They mm. lost their best wide receiver to a hamstring injury. They started out 0 and three, they started out one and four, and now they're five and four. Now they're looking at the playoffs. everything's coming up. Wow. Roses in Minnesota, and now they host. A crappy Saints offense. A Saints team that hates each other. They got Derek Carr, the quarterback, yelling at the wide receiver, yelling at this guy, the coaches making dumb moves. They had five turnovers. Uh, They forced five turnovers against the Bears, who are crappy, and still could only beat them by a touchdown. Like, the Saints are just a joke of a team, Mm. and they're coming in. Saints are favored by two and a half against Josh Dobbs, the pastronaut. Mm. Everyone's going to be betting Minnesota this week, except for me. It's a plug your nose, don't even watch the game, take the Saints minus two and a half because the world is on Minnesota and I'm going the opposite way. Josh Dobbs, great guy okay quarterback. Minnesota cannot run the ball, and New Orleans defense does not let you pass the ball. Oh. I think they get punched in the mouth this week, and uh, Brian Flora is the defensive coordinator for Minnesota. Loves sending blitzes. Loves sending guys at New Orleans. New Orleans has done really well protecting Derek Carr and getting the ball out quick, which is what you need to do against the blitz. Mm. I hate the Saints. Oh. I love Josh Dobbs. I'm still betting the Saints minus two and a half. You got to zag, Kev. Wow. You got to zag. I love that.
0: We're going to look for it. Let's look for it. We're going to look for it. That's it, man. That was the picks of the week. Let's get it. Let's go. Yeah.
1: My best bet for the future of the NFL season here at the halfway mark is gonna make Baltimore Ravens fans very angry. I'm sorry, I do have Lamar as my MVP, don't worry. But you're not winning the division. It's the Cincinnati Bengals and it's Joe Burrow who is now finally healthy again. He's throwing it all over the joint. Lou uh, Amarillo's running a heck of a defensive squad. I love this team and I love their chances to win this division, especially at the price. Plus 320. Yeah, they're in last place now at five and three. Only one game back of those Ravens. I think they come back with a vengeance, with a very fun schedule here, and they're better than the rest of those teams. I love them to rip off a few wins. I love them to flirt around with the one seed in the AFC. Big on the Bengals, have been all year. Cincinnati is winning this division. Sorry again, Baltimore.